what it is it's the cosmic peach podcast i'm julia and today i have nico from upstate unconventional one of my favorite podcasts he's a ghosty like me (laughs) and he's just going to talk to us about all kinds of stuff today but something in particular i want to know is what's been going on with you lately well julia first of all thank you so much for having me on it's an honor and uh, thank you. Yeah, like it's been a wild last like few months. I mean, I it, right now we kind of talked about it. It's my busy season. I haven't put a ton of uh, stuff out yet or recently, but um, just about three weeks ago, we had this. Me and my wife were uh, driving through a Dunkin' Donuts uh, drive-through, and so just to kind of set the scene for you a little bit. Um, when it's a parking lot that has a fence around the entire parking lot. Okay. And then there's a dumpster in the middle of this parking lot that has a fence around it and it's like gated off and everything. So it's kind of enclosed in. So I wish I remembered the date off my, you know, the top of my head, but it's, it was about three Saturdays ago and it was a bizarre day. We woke up, everything just, uh, we were very like, just felt out of place right yeah Yeah, it was just like a weird weird day and uh so we're drive, we're sitting there and this line is like not moving at all we were there for like probably five minutes and like the car in front of us had not moved and five minutes is a long time when you're waiting on a line for (laughs) coffee so we're just like sitting there staring and there's this like weird dude like on the side just like yelling at someone next to his truck on his phone and everything and nothing's moving and all of a sudden, out of the corner of our eye, I see this lady come walking out of uh, out of the, the Dunkin' Donuts, and she's got uh, a coffee in one hand, she's holding her mask in the other hand, and she's got her cell phone balanced on her shoulder, okay? And she's, like, trying to talk on her phone, holding this mask and holding her coffee, and she's got sunglasses on, and she's wearing a bright neon green, like, jogger sweatshirt thing. So like you can't miss this woman, right? Bright green, bright yellow, whatever it is. And uh so me and my wife are just like looking at her like what what the hell is this person doing? Like and she's like balancing 30 things like, in her hand. Right, and I'm like why doesn't she just like put the mask down? And, like, I was going to say that like the the mask is so flimsy you could hold the mask like on your pinky finger and like hold your cup of coffee, right? Like logically to me, that's what I would have done. Right. And have your phone in the other hand or whatever, but she's just like scrambled, like walking. I know the audience can't see how I'm acting, but she's like balancing (laughs) her phone (laughs) on her shoulder, trying to talk. And she's like flailing her arms around and stuff. And we're just like looking at her and we're like, what the hell is she doing? Then she walks in front of our car 
right? So we're in line and she walks like in front of the car and then she walks back towards that dumpster. And we're like, what the hell is she doing back there? And she's just standing there. Like, I don't know if she's like talking on the phone, what she's doing. She's not putting the coffee or the mask down. And we're just like fascinated by her. Like, what the hell is she doing? There's like nothing to do back here by this dumpster. You know what I mean? It's totally enclosed. It's totally enclosed. And then the dumpster itself is like got a cement wall next to it with a chain link fence over the front of it. And she's just standing there like flailing around. And she doesn't walk to a car. She doesn't what she walks straight to the that's freaking weird. It's weird. Now it gets even weirder. All right. So we're watching her for probably like a good 30 seconds. And we're just like, what the hell is she doing? Then all of a sudden the car in front of us finally moves. So we look away. Now she's probably like, I don't know, maybe 20 feet away from us. So like right in clear view. And keep in mind, there's a fence on one side, fence on the other, and the dumpsters right there fenced in. So the car in front of us moves. We look away for two seconds and we start to pull up and we look back at her and she's just completely gone. No shit. And we were like, where the hell did she go? So you remember she's wearing bright neon green. She's standing about 20 feet away. Even if she like sprinted full speed, like I would have caught her out of the corner of my eye or something. And she wouldn't like, be sprinting with her mask and her phone right. and her coffee. And it, you would have definitely seen her ass come back up from around the dumpster. So it's like she just kind of like morphed through the fin. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like she it's just crazy. Was, she was gone. And I'm like, my wife's like, where the hell did she go? And we we're like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm look, looking in the parking lot, like looking around. Like, did she? Non-character I mean, player. Yes. And I'm like, I, I swear. After thinking about it, it's like I don't think we were supposed to like pay attention to her. I think she was literally just like some type of NPC that was just supposed to walk in front of us and we weren't supposed to pay any attention at all. But because we were like hyper-focused on her because she was acting so mm -hmm. bizarre, like she didn't know what to do. And it's like just glitched out of existence. I, I can't explain yeah, it. No, I, I was going to say, it reminds me, did you watch that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he like wakes up in the video game and he realizes he free guy, I, I think I started it's watching I haven't finished it yet, but yeah. It literally reminds me of a scene like he goes to order his coffee right and he orders the same thing every day black coffee like whatever and she's already got it ready for her. he was like i think i want a latte today because he's like starting to wake up to like mm -hmm. the fact that and it's like everybody has a meltdown because he didn't just get like his black coffee you know what i mean so it's like you catch little stuff like that and you're like okay i wasn't supposed to see that mm -hmm. like she just disappeared into a fence like <laughs> like where did she go that's so funny you bring that up too. Like I was at, um, <clears throat> we have these little like convenience stores are called Stewart's around here. And there's one like right down the road from my house. And I, uh, I use these like little nicotine pouches, like, cause mm -hmm. I quit dipping and all that. That's a whole other story in and of itself. But so I always get the blue ones, right. It's like spearmint flavor or whatever. And the girl there like knows which ones I get. And like, I told her I want a red one instead, like the red pouch. And it was like the same thing. She like walked over, like she knows where these things are. And she was just like staring at the wall for like a good 10, 15 seconds. Like just didn't know how to. And she was like, what? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, just, uh, just, I'll have a red one today. I just <laughs> I want like, cinnamon. God damn it. Just exactly. go over and pick up the red one instead of the blue one. I'm telling you stuff like that. 
it's almost like it 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 just like shifts them out of reality for a second because they're like he always gets the green one why isn't he getting the green one i know where the green one is it's like chill out lady i just want the red one today that's it right it's it's bizarre but yeah like that thing with the woman disappearing i was like what the hell and like so i i like texted our mutual friend lehman and told him about it and he's had a bunch of weird stuff going on and just like bizarre little things have been happening like all around the house like the other day we went to leave and my wife couldn't find her keys so they were either in two spots right they're either or maybe a couple different spots but they're either in the car on the counter by the coffee pot or over on the thing by the door that we keep all the keys on so i looked everywhere at this place right by the coffee pot she searched the car and like I looked probably five or six times. I went out in the car. I was like, they got to be in your pocketbook or in the car or something. I can't find them. She's like, they're not in here and the car won't start. So they're not in the car. So I go back in and they're just sitting right on the counter. And I'm like, there's, Oh my God. I knew you were going to say that. I'm like, I know I looked here at least five or six times. There's no way that this, and it's a big obnoxious set of keys too. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. tons of different, I was like, there's no possible way that I missed this like does she have the classic girl keychain with like a million little things on it like me like (laughs) Like all kinds of crap just dangling on it yeah like a whistle like a bunch of other Mm, stuff on there i got pepper spray on (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah you need to have that no but i mean like it's so big and obnoxious like i can see that neon pink pepper spray like sticking out of my purse i'll actually like grab the pepper spray to like pull my keys out of my purse because it's like a big huge keychain right. so it's like you would have noticed yeah she's got if this you big... walk past the counter and you saw it. yeah she's got this big red uh it's like a metal thing that's used to like pull ticks out i don't know like we have mm-hmm. it for the dogs and the kids because they're just as bad as the dogs but like so i would have seen that big shiny red thing on the counter like there's just no way possible but yeah that happened and it happens a lot and it's so weird like i was thinking about it like tomorrow is the one year anniversary of my podcast so i want to try to put something out tomorrow but like it was right around this time last year that i had some weird stuff start happening again and uh so there's something with the month of june for me even though that happened in may the lady disappearing but it's just bizarre and so many things like we can get into npcs and they're just everywhere right now have you had weird dreams i've had a few weird ones nothing like well i had a weird one last was it last night no maybe two nights ago and it wasn't really a dream. It was like, it was a dream. I thought maybe it was like a sleep paralysis thing, but it wasn't. I was, um, the last few days have been a little funky, like with energy and stuff. And I definitely mm-hmm. felt like a dark, darker type presence, but it, luckily today it was pretty much gone. But, uh, the other night I was like laying down with my son trying to get him to sleep. And I had like my arm up above my head. And I was just like, I dozed for maybe five minutes. And I had this like mini dream where I was in my son's room. He was like sleeping next to me in the bed. And all of a sudden I heard my wife laughing, but I didn't see her. And then something just was like holding my arms back. Like I couldn't move. Oh, shit. And like, 
and then I just snapped out of it. And then I was awake and my son was sleeping and everything, but it was like, I don't know if that was a sleep paralysis or a really weird lucid dream. Cause, but it was so vivid. Like I really thought like she was mm-hmm. in the room and it sounded just like her and it was weird. You know, Nico, I, I don't know if you listened to my episode I did with ghost that just came out recently, but it's basically just like a bunch of paranormal stuff that has happened to me. And ever since I was a kid, I've had crazy wild, like realistic dreams where I thought I was going to have like, like a heart attack in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Cause I thought it was really real. Haven't had one in years, had one on Monday mm-hmm. and a bunch of weird <laughs> stuff has been happening to me all month this month. And then I go back and I'm looking and it's like, I had it on Monday, right? Six, six. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so that's creeps me out. Like weird when numbers start adding up, it just freaks me out for whatever reason. So it was just like, I don't know. That's why I asked you is because I haven't had one of those kind of dreams in years. And I had one Monday and I, it was one of those kind of scary where you wake up, but you don't open your fucking eyelids because you don't want to see if it's in the room for real. So I was awake, but my eyelids were closed. And I was like trying to kick my husband to like wake him up because I was so scared. And he was like, what? And I was like, I had a really scary dream. And he was like, it's okay. And I eventually went back to sleep. But it was like, I'll, I'll describe it to you later. But it was absolutely terrifying. Like terrifying, Nico. I I know it's I don't know what to call these dreams because they are it's hard to say if they're sleep paralysis or not like for that one I had it almost felt like it could have turned into like a sleep paralysis thing because I was in my son's room it was like the exact scene everything was right but it was like my wife calling me if he was like asleep yet and then she was like just talking and I could, I couldn't tell what she was saying. And then as soon as I like went to get up, it's like, that's when the thing like pinned me down and I couldn't move. And then it just snapped out. But that's, you know, I didn't even like put together the six, six, six. Cause Monday was six, six, six. If you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was June. because yeah, June yeah. 6th. And then I actually had, yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So that's why I told you, like, when numbers start adding up like that, it freaks me out. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just tell you real quickly. My dream was like there was a doctor, but he was like all white and he had all white like smock on and he was old and he was fat. And he was like had those little spectacles on those little circle spectacles on. And he had like one of my friends sitting in front of him. And he was putting his hand down into her head and then like doing like this and talking through her mouth and then oh. like turning her head to like, look at me and like talking to me through her, so but like I could see like, like a puppet. Yeah. yeah. And then he, mm-hmm. he turned and looked at me and then I could see like the glare on his spectacles and it was like, he was going to charge me. And then I woke up and I was like, he's in the room. I can feel it. He's in the room with me right now. Like I obviously know. I didn't see him in the room, but it felt like there was something in the motherfucking room when I woke up. Like it was terrifying, Nico. And I haven't had one of those kind of dreams in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's like a weird haze when you wake up. It's like, you still feel that presence. It's like a very heavy air. I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it was the same thing happened the other night. And I'm pretty sure it was Monday night. Now that I 
think about it because it wasn't last night. But yeah, it's just so it's, there's definitely how a presence. Can you tell? Well, yeah, I feel like if I if I would have opened my eyelids, maybe I would have saw like a shadow person or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kept my eyelids closed. But mm-hmm. I'm so interested in sleep paralysis, not in like a, oh, I think it's funny or any, I don't, I think it's terrifying, but like, how do you know when you're having an episode? Like what's, do you get like stiff in your back first? And then you're like, oh shit, I can't move. Like, what is the initial feeling? So for me, when it happens, it's like, I go to take a breath and I realize I'm not breathing naturally. And you know what I mean? Like I have to think Mm -hmm. about breathing. That's usually the first like clue. Cause I mean, we don't think about breathing ever. You just breathe. So when I go to take a breath and it's all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I I get that like shortness feeling or that. And then all of a sudden my stomach will just sink. And then I'll realize like, oh shit, I can't move right now. You know what I mean? Like that's how it was just the other night. And then, and then there's, there's something weird. It's like, I don't know if it's just because it's happened to me so often that it like, as soon as I realize I'm in it, I usually snap out of it now. So I don't know if it's, I've somehow figured out how to do it or if it's like the, the, you know, the trick is up in some way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it recognizes that I'm conscious of it and then it just goes away. But I had another weird one about a month ago. And Again, it, they, they haven't happened when I've like gotten like a full night's sleep, which I rarely ever get, but it's, um, they happen when it's like short little, like, um, where I'm not expecting to fall asleep. You know what I mean? So like the other night yeah, when I was yeah. just laying down next to my son, I dozed for a second. And then this one happened about a month ago. I just went in my room and just like lay down on the bed for a second. And I like put my face like right on the mattress. I just wanted to like breathe for a minute Mm -hmm. of alone time and as soon as I did it I like kind of went into this spot and I was standing on a road and there was like a road and then there was like a forest to the side of the road you know what I mean and there was like a little trail there and this little kid came running up and was just doing this to me like giving the sign to follow him Mm -hmm. and I like almost started walking and then I like snapped into the, my consciousness turned on or I became aware of the dream. And I was like, Oh no, I'm not going. So the kid darted down into the woods and disappeared. And then like multiple different kids just kept doing it back and forth. It was like a different kid. Then it was like an older kid. Then it was an adult at one point and it just kept happening and happening. And I like was standing still. I was like, no, I'm not going. I didn't say anything. I was just thinking like, I'm not following this, whatever you are. And then my son came bursting into the room and I snapped out of it, but it was like, that's creepy though. It was was like, come on, follow us into the abyss. (laughs) It was so weird. And it's like, it's hard to explain because I was asleep, but I, I was fully aware of everything going on in the room. Like I heard my son come in and everything like that, but it's, I, I was creeped out in this dream and I was getting the physical you know, mm-hmm. creeped out in my actual body. You know what the I mean? Goosebumps. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that creepy grungy feeling. So like, what is that? Are we in like, I call it the liminal state because it's like you're asleep, but it's, you're kind of in that dream world, that spirit world too. Like, how do you explain getting goosebumps and like freak physical out? sensations? Yeah. When you're mm-hmm. in this supposed dream that 
isn't real. You know what I mean? It's or like I've had those kind of dreams and I wake up and I'm in a pool of sweat. Like my mm-hmm. pillowcase is drenched. My sheets are drenched. I got to take my shirt off, put a new shirt on. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's how terrified I was in the dream that in my real life, in my bed, I was sweating profusely and like trying to get out of it. And like, like those dreams where you're screaming and you can't scream and like you're trying so hard, but it just won't come out. Or you're like, you're running, but you can't run fast enough or, or something like that. It's like, it's terrifying one and two. Have you seen, um, the haunting of Hill house show? It was like, a yes. like eight yeah. ep- episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. That fucking sleep paralysis girl scared the shit out of me because it was like her shit was so intense like it picked her husband up and snapped his neck and shit and I was like so is this like a wink or kind of like a nod like this shit is real like the stuff that you're seeing that they tell you is a dodge is a as you're at is it real what you see when you wait like I think it's real I think so too and I mean I'm sure you've heard some of my stories that I could tell you about because there was times mm-hmm. where there was like literally something in the room with me and Nico, I know that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so weird. And it's, but why, why, like, I always wonder like, why am I like protected from it in some way? You know what I mean? Like I experience it. I'm terrified. It freaks me out. I wake up, you know, gasping for breath and all that stuff, but it like never actually hurts me. But then mm-hmm. I, you know, so it's, it's interesting. But it like, drains your energy though. Oh yeah. No, I'm shot for like the next day or two. And yeah, me too. It's like, I think if they don't physically touch you or attack you mm-hmm. at the very least, you can say, well, it sucked all the fucking energy out of my body because that's exactly mm-hmm. how it feels like the next morning you wake up for work and you're, you just feel like fucking dog shit and you know, you didn't sleep good. And you're just like, oh my God. It's like they power down your whole body and they suck all that energy out of you. And it's like, yeah, maybe it's you're protected from them, like jumping on top of you or something like that. But they still got what they came there to get. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, And it's interesting you bring that up because like uh, I haven't listened to a ton of podcasts lately, but I've listened to like maybe three or four. And every episode has mentioned energy vampires. And it's just like completely out of context. And it's like all this weird shit's going on. And it's like all of a sudden I'm hearing, like I swear the universe gives you these synchronicities. It tells you everything Mm -hmm. you need to know. The predictive programming in shows is like off the charts right now. And like, I don't know if I'm just ultra awake to it and sensitive to it, or they're just not even trying to hide it anymore at this point. Well, that would make two of us, Nico, because I've been seeing all kinds of fucked up shit. In shows mm-hmm. and movies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. it's it's like I said before, like with that show about that girl specifically having sleep paralysis. And then it ends up being her in the end, which is even worse because she's the ghost that's haunting. It's like her shadow self is yeah. what she had been. Nico, like, fuck off. That is mm-hmm. so scary. I know that. I didn't watch, I think they did a second season of that show. I never watched that one, but the first season, sorry, spoiler alerts, but when it (laughs) reveals that it's her at the end, it's like, and she's the girl with the crooked fate. Oh my God. That one, that Mm -hmm. one got me because that's something that happens a lot in like my dreams is people's faces will morph. 
and it's something that like i don't know it just freaks me out to the core and i actually had an experience where i saw a girl's face morph in front of me one time and i don't know if that's why it happens in my dreams because it's like freaked me out so bad in real life or was it a person who was close to you so i've never told this story before it was a girl i was like dating at the time um this was like back in 2014 and we worked together like i was a i was a teacher before i got into lawn care and detailing cars and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um i was a substitute teacher like I worked every day at the school and she was like a special ed teacher and we went to high school together, but I, ne- I like, didn't know her. And so we just started kind of hanging out. It wasn't anything serious, but um, I was over at her house one night and then I went to leave. It was around like 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock or, whatever. or whatever. And she was, you know, walked me outside. The, the little light was on above her garage and I went to kiss her goodbye. And when I like, she looked up at me, her face was not her face at all. It looked like this. Oh God! Creepy, like scrunched up, like gremlin-like face. It was so, like, insane. I and I like stepped back for a second because it like freaked me out so bad. And then she never talked to me again. She completely ghosted me after that. Did you tell her your face is fucked up? No, I was just like, because then it went right back. It like went back to. Oh my normal. God. And I swear she like knows what <laughs> happened. I don't know. Cause like she completely <laughs> ghosted me and we still work together. That was the most awkward part. <laughs> so like, Oh my God. So just, did you get like a dark vibe from her? Like when that happened, like you, did you get like a chill? Like, I Oh my God. It's like, fuck out. I just like jumped back. I was like, what the, <laughs> I don't know if I said anything, <laughs> but I like, I just jumped back and, then like it went back to normal and i was just like all right good night (laughs) (laughs) good night and goodbye forever bitch well well, the thing is like dark magic you don't know what's because you're like wait did i just imagine that and that i like try to run through everything was there a weird lighting was there something but it's like no because her face was not her face twisted it was like someone took her like almost like a shrunken head type thing like it was just like I don't know if she was older or what like you know what I mean it was just a really yeah yeah because it kind of resembled her in a weird fucked up way but it was just so (laughs) scary I was like what the fuck like you know what I mean no yeah that was that was probably top five best stories I ever heard like (laughs) because it's it was someone you were dating Mm -hmm. not like oh well I was you know I had a friend and I thought you know blah you knew her was dating her was totally normal. She wasn't into ghosts or whatever. It wasn't like yeah. you got, you know, she was a teacher and you just go drop her off at her, and her face twists all like that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And the thing is too, like the fact that she like ghosted me afterwards, never talked to me again. And like her family was so normal that it was weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? It was just like, there was something no odd abnormalities was, about this yeah place. it was just like such like they went to the country club like everything was just so like picture perfect that it was creepy you know it was like a mm-hmm. like so of course my mind goes to like were they aliens were they demons were they like trying to mimic human like i don't know but like was she a soulful person at all or was she kind all. of boring 
very boring and very cold. You know what I mean? Like there was no. So do you think maybe she was like a non yeah, character or? Probably. I, it's just so And like weird something just jumped into her meat suit for a second and jumped back out. Like because she's it's... just an empty walking around vessel. It's very possible. It, it's just so weird. And then the next year, she like didn't work there anymore. She like got a job at a in a different school district. Do you still follow her on Facebook or anything? No, nah, no. Like I would love to know if she ever got married and like had kids, or if she's just floating somewhere in the abyss. <laughs> like, yeah, just I don't know. Dropped off the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just it was a very bizarre uh, scenario. Like, and then I didn't date anyone for about three years after that. So you were like, fuck this. You know what? I'm just, I'm good being single for a little bit. And then I met my wife and then that was the rest is history. The rest is history, but yeah, it's, it's weird. And if I think about it on, um, that abstract dreamer girl, Mm -hmm. did you tell her any of this crazy stuff? Like about like your dreams and did you um, have like a one-on-one with her like after the episode or anything? Yeah, we've talked about some of the stuff and you know, it's it's really interesting because I, I do think a lot of the um like sleep paralysis I had when I was younger was just like my own fear and anxiety kind of coming through trying to scare me and whatnot, but like I still can't like grasp why there was a shadow like standing in the corner of the room that's my issue mm-hmm. mine too because it's it, like... It, it like halfway explains it right. you know and it's, and it's nothing against her it's just I've heard a lot of people say like oh well your dreams are your teachers they're trying to teach you something even if it's scary you're meant to look there was I learned Zippo from that dream about that doctor sticking his arm in my friend's head I learned zero from that all it did was make me have to change my shirt in the middle of the night. Like I was right. fucking terrified. Like what is like what's the message behind that? I'm scared of doctors. Yeah, you're scared of doc but like how is that friend um someone that you would say is like kind of a woke like us or are they more mainstream? Oh shit. She's not like us, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> you're so much smarter than me. I was like, what the is she in my dream that is that's a very very good point because the the instant you said like it was reaching into her head i just get that that marionette puppet type of thing Mm -hmm. where it's like i think a lot of like non-player characters or mainstream type people just let whatever the media is telling them just kind of control their thoughts to a point where it's like it doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, how can you say one thing one week and then turn around and say something like mm-hmm. there's just no critical thinking there at all. And that none. That was none. probably the biggest reason why I quit teaching because they don't want you to teach critical thinking. They really don't. They really just, I was teaching seventh grade English and it's like, they want you to teach to the test and they would literally hand out like these books for these state tests. Like these are acceptable answers and these are not, you know what I mean? And it's like, if someone wrote That's something, fucked. it is. And if someone wrote a, a perfect essay, right. That just didn't agree with whatever narrative they were pushing. Most of the time it was uh, a lot of global warming stuff. A lot of like, um, and this is like English class and it's talking about like, you know, climate control and 
how can we recycle better? So if, if anyone had an opposing viewpoint, even if they wrote a perfect paragraph, cited everything perfectly, the most you could give them was a three plus out of four. And it literally says that in the book and they don't let you take these books. I wish I like screenshotted them or like took pictures of it. Cause it's like, so how long were you doing? Like what year did you start teaching? Because like, obviously I know we're kind of around the same age. So you were in school when I was in school, but my, I wrote like short stories and shit and I would get like distinguished and I, I used to be super creative. And then like, it was like a big cutoff like right after I got out of school and then they started pushing this other kind of shit where you can't have any type of imagination at all. Yeah. It's really weird. So I graduated high school in 2009. I'm going to be 31 this year. And I started my first year. I I did my student teaching in 2013. And then I started working uh, the spring of 2014. I was a sub. And then, so the 14, 15 school year, I was the long-term English sub for the seventh grade class. And then I just did multiple. I did a full year of RTI reading, which was very interesting. Um, so I, I taught from 2014, 2013 to 2018, basically. And yeah, it just went I just don't like, know off the deep that, end. Like it was literally like I graduated, mm-hmm. watched my niece come up through high school and the kind of stuff she was talking about I was like I did not ever learn that Mm -hmm. and I had to learn cursive they taught that shit to me in my my grade they taught me all that shit and it was like she didn't she never learned that either no and I have a funny story about cursive writing so I think the reason they don't teach cursive anymore is because um cursive is almost like a like a fingerprint to you you know what I mean your cursive writing like handwriting analysis can look and tell things about you based on your cursive and they don't want that and I think there's a lot of power whether it's manifesting Manifesting, whether it's magic magic. whatever if you write in cursive you can create your own your own reality yes I agree and like just a simple example is like if I make a list just for like a shopping list and I do it on my phone I'm going to forget stuff on that list. The store's not going to have things that I put on there. If I handwrite it out in my like chicken scratch cursive, I will find everything on that list and more. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's anecdotal. It happens to it's, me all the time. But I, I used to actually like, obviously, you know, we're around the same age. So I didn't have a phone or a tablet or we didn't even have a computer at my house. There was one TV in the living room. And if it wasn't something my mom and dad wanted to watch, I had to fuck off and find something to do. And I used to write little short stories in like a journal and like, like write ghost stories and like all this stuff. And I wrote in cursive and I had like stacks of journals of just little short stories and stuff, like just to keep myself entertained. And nobody does that shit anymore. Like nobody, even though podcasting technically is not like me writing a novel, it's kind of like a manifestation of all the stuff when I was little, just what are ghosts? What are that? Like I was obsessed with like paranormal stuff and like I had the biggest imagination and that translates through to like, I'm still obsessed with it. I still want to talk to people who are interested in it. And it's like, I feel like a lot of kids that grew up after us are fucking boring as fuck. 
They are. And it's like, I can tell you with my own kids too, like my five-year-old, he's much better than my 12-year-old stepson in that regard. Like, because when he was born, we we haven't had cable since he was born. You know what I mean? We just Mm -hmm. didn't, we had internet and that was it. So, I mean, he did see like Netflix and stuff. I didn't keep him completely isolated, but there's no TVs in their rooms. And last year, you know, we, I took the TVs out of the house. We didn't have a single TV in the house. And then, so all summer they were forced to either play outside or be creative, you know? Mm-hmm. And like my stepson is, or my, my son is pretty good at it. You know, he still has his moments. Like if he watches the iPad, I notice he won't like be creative at all. But if he wakes up and he's not like touching any screen or anything, he'll just be playing with his toys or he'll be doing mm-hmm. you know five-year-old things, being a little prankster and you know, messing things up and whatnot, but like yeah. my steps, my stepson has a very hard time, like entertaining he, himself. Yeah. Like, even if you ask him, like, what do you want to do? It's like, I don't know. Can I just watch TikTok? Tell me it's what like, I should be doing. Mm-hmm, right. That's kind of the vibe is like, tell me what I should do. And it's right. like, oh, right. Go, go write a story. What mm-hmm. go what write about what, what, like, mm-hmm. it's what like do you, mean? you have to feed them each step of like do this and then you do this and then you're going to do this unless you put one of these motherfuckers in their hand they're not gonna they are not going to entertain themselves and I feel like that's a huge problem because like let's just say there's a nuclear fucking fallout and we have nothing but our own imagination you know what are you gonna do with these weak people that can't like I crave originality so hard these days Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Like the the thing I'll say though about my kids is like if I just put my foot down and I'm like, nope, no one's doing that, they will figure out something to do. Usually it's outside digging a hole, you know, destroying something in the yard or whatever. But like they'll, <laughs> right. they'll find something to do. It might not be what I want them to do, but like I know that there's other kids and like I worked with a bunch of um like young twenty year olds, like twenty, twenty one year olds in uh this one garage I was working in and it's like if you don't tell them every step of like how to clean a car like they're just not going to do it and they won't and and they're going to be so confused at you why you expect them to know how to do it right and I have a funny story with that there's these two kids and I call them kids they're not that much younger than me but like (laughs) they found a list in a car right so at these dealerships, when the people trade in cars, we have to clean them out and make them showroom ready or lot ready. And uh, so they were like vacuuming this car out and they found a list under the seat. And I just look over and they're both just staring at this piece of paper and they're like passing it back and forth. So I'm like, all right, I got to see what's going on here. So I look, I'm like, what are you guys looking at? They're like, I don't know. We found a, a note. And I'm like, what does it say? And they're like, we don't, we don't know. I was like, what do you mean? You know, like, is it written in Chinese? Like, wh- why don't you know? Yeah. No, it's written in cursive. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, give me the list or give me the thing. And I look at it and it's literally someone's shopping list in like, oh, the, I knew it. in the neatest cursive I've ever seen. So it's like, you couldn't decipher like a letter out of this. You couldn't like tell that this was English. You couldn't and they're like, that no. blows my mind. So like, it blows my mind because cursive, like when I look at it, it's like print to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally that easy to read. 
Like, how can you not tell that's a C or or a P or a T? Like, how can you not tell, like, basic letters? But, I mean, our Constitution is written in cursive. I know a lot of people say stuff about that. Mm -hmm. I was going to just say the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution are written in cursive. And doesn't it just kind of fit the narrative that they just don't want people to ever read that? I mean, yeah, you can get a Mm -hmm. printed version online, but it's like... And you just have to look at that and be like, yeah, there's but probably something it to it. But will it still be like as powerful if you're not being able to physically read the paper copy in the cursive? Like it doesn't, it's not as powerful if you just look up online. Like it's, it's the same way that I would say if you, and the Bible's been translated a million times over, right? Is it as powerful now today as it was when it was first written? No. We Probably don't even not. know if it says the same fucking thing. Like right. at this point, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a huge problem when you start translating and retranslate it because our generation's going to fuck off and die one day. And then it's going to be our kids and they're not going to know how to fucking read anything or like, Oh, I can't find it on urban dictionary. It must not exist. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, if we are in the middle of a great reset, like what a perfect time to just dumb everyone down and make it. So anything from the past, you know, 70 to a hundred years, these kids aren't even going to understand, you know what I mean? They change the meaning of words all the time. Like, it's not that hard to just like look at things and be like, wait, that's not what that meant, you know, five years ago ago, or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so do you think we have like a subconscious program? Because I know you and I both had on uh, Jahan, I believe Mm -hmm. is his name about the subconscious. So I do. I think that's partially true. Some of it is subconscious programming. But when you become conscious and you're like, okay, why am I doing this? Like, why do I not so much coffee? Cause I'm never going to stop drinking coffee, but there yeah, are yeah. other subtle things like that. I do every day. I'm like, I don't even know why I do that. I just do it. But the kind of shit that we watched as kids, do you think that had any kind of impact on us? Like yeah, movies I, or TV shows or, you know what I mean? I think it, does to an extent and i'm sure if like we were going to sit down and analyze every aspect of it yeah i'm sure it is subconsciously programmed in there but like you said once you kind of wake up to it and you are aware of these things like for example like i was watching star wars with my uh son the other day it was that uh animated series the bad batch and mm-hmm. literally it's talking about clones and how they have an inhibitor chip in their brain that just makes them do whatever they're told to do and it's like this batch had to like cut their inhibitor chips out of their head and i'm like how is this oh, not like fuck off uh-huh and it's like so loud and like even my son looked at me like what the heck like he's five he was like <laughs> really like that they, they can't control their brain i was like no this is like i mean it's right in at your least face. he noticed that's good mm-hmm. mm-hmm well it's so funny like if we because I mean, we never really wore masks ever. There was a few like doctor's offices and stuff we had to put them on. But like, if he sees a person wearing a mask still, he's just like, does that person have a brain problem? And he's, <laughs> he's five and he like says it out loud. And it's like, Shh, yes, they do. Now just, don't. just hush, just hush. Just quiet. That's just, that's just for at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but no, yeah. I do think there's something to it. I do feel like 
they tried a lot of shit on us that we're not aware of. And they tried a lot of shit on our parents Yeah, that had lasting effects. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of them still aren't awake to all of this, but like our generation came along and whatever happened, we kind of snapped out of it a little bit. Well, and it's so it's interesting too. Weird. It is. But like, if you think about it, like, when I was in high school, like YouTube was just starting to like really take off, right? The internet was just like, mm-hmm. it, like you could send emails on AOL to like, all of a sudden there's like YouTube celebrities and stuff. So I do think to some extent that the internet got away from them and they don't think they realized how much information was going to get out there. So something happened somewhere between the years of like 2008 to 2013, I mean, or maybe 2012. It's just like where there was just this like crazy amount of information about Illuminati, conspiracy theories, all this mm-hmm. that like you could just look up on YouTube. There's thousands of channels that had this stuff and now there's like nothing. So they definitely like scrubbed something. And I don't know if it's a Mandela effect thing, but or whatever. But yeah, there was definitely. So do you like, think the Mandela effect is real? I think it is, but I also think. How do I explain this? I think we are creating it too, as we kind of look into these things. I see. Mm-hmm. So like the Bernstein bears, right? Let's, that's the example everyone knows. It's like, it was always the Bernstein bears. And then one person says it's the Berenstain or whatever. And then everyone starts talking about that. Right. And now all of a sudden it has just become it. So like, I think we're capable of like creating a Mandela effect on our own we could just make something up right now like watermelons have always been yellow not green and if enough mm-hmm. people start saying it i think watermelons will turn yellow you know what i mean over the i course see of what year. you mean like it's it's like creating it like whether you it's true or not you've now created but i will say on that one mm-hmm. and maybe it's just because i'm a hick but i always said berenstein bears <laughs> so that is weird though right because mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna agree and then you're like berenstein i was like oh shit so that's a it's bernstein right yeah it was always the bernstein bears so it was i always i always said like bear as in bear and steen mm-hmm. berenstein so it is weird but like the mona lisa smiling or not mm-hmm. definitely you remember that right yeah she always had a smile People- right no, it used to be like people would argue or like whether or not she was smiling. And now she's clearly smiling. Right. Like there's no debate. A, she's clearly yeah, smiling. No, it was a still face. Right. It was mm-hmm. a still face. But then what about this one? The guy, I forget the name of it, but um, the thinking man. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where is his hand? On his chin, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it is now. I remember it as it on his forehead. He always had his head oh, down. You know what? I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Nico, you're fucking me up now because <laughs> I do remember that. Right. Like, like this. But we've become programmed now to think the new thing, you know? So I really do mm-hmm. think whether or not there was a, like a minor reset or they messed something, like, I don't think CERN is real. You know, I'll just say that because right. like, everyone says CERN screwed something up. I think CERN is on like a ley line somewhere and they do these weird rituals to get people talking about it. And then all of a sudden weird shit starts happening. So like, for example, with the weird stuff going on in my life, in your life, 
like whenever I talk about paranormal things, more paranormal things start happening around me. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I have to balance it out. Like, is this paradelia? Am I like, am I just looking into things that aren't really happening? Is this not a big deal? But it's not like shit's really happening. Like this woman just vanished. You know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. I can't explain that away. But what's so interesting though, it's like that egregore thing. So like, if you give it some type of power, so like they say CERN is doing all these weird things, right? I don't think they're doing anything. I think it's all CGI. And then we, us, the conspiracy theorists hop onto this and we're like, yeah, they're ripping open wormholes and creating time shifts. We make it alive. We, we give it energy and we give it power. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, weird shit starts happening because we're talking about the weird shit happening. That's why I really try not to talk about like negative stuff as, as much as mm-hmm. I possibly can. Like, you know, some people love the fear porn. They're always like, oh, there's going to be food shortages. There's going to be this and that. And it's like, is there though? Is there going to, like, if we don't, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Nico, when I started this podcast, I told everyone that I love those alternative podcasts that will bring that shit on their show and talk about it. I very much enjoy listening to their shows about it occasionally, Mm -hmm. but you'll never find that on my podcast. I do not and will never speak about stuff like that. I'll talk to you about ghost stories. I'll talk to you about sleep paralysis. I'll talk to you about fucking Bigfoot. I'll talk to you about what really happened to JFK, but I'm not bringing politics in it. I'm not bringing monkey pox. You're not going to hear me do it. Like, it's just not for me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to dwell on that kind of stuff. If it happens, I guess it'll just be, you know, bad news bears for me. I got monkey pox, like, but I'm not going right. to talk about it. Right. And that's, just, that was you know, my whole approach too. like, I don't want to, there, there's power in our words. There's power in there what is. we say, what we do like the whole word magic thing we can dive into that even that i think is starting to be a little bit of a psyop some of the word magic because people are just pulling shit out of anywhere and it's like i don't know that might be a little bit of a stretch but like yeah the more you talk about stuff the more things happen so like with the paranormal stuff the more we are looking into it the more weird shit we see going on so i wonder if there's just a ton of weird shit going on and now we're actually seeing it because we're looking into it or are we manifesting this stuff by giving it life? Mm-hmm. So it's well, this weird it's balance. Like, it's a fine line too, because you talk to people like Whitney Fox and mm-hmm. she definitely is able to open that channel and like bring stuff through from like past over loved ones and stuff like that. And she talks about trickster spirits. And so these are real things. They're, you know, we can't see them, but they are real and and yes if you make yourself aware of them you might be more you know likely to encounter something like that but it doesn't mean they're not real if you haven't seen it you know what i mean like they still exist it's just are you lowering your vibration because you're scared and you're talking about it all the time and now you're seeing them all the time Whereas if you don't talk about it, don't acknowledge it, you're less likely to see it. And that's how people become skeptical because they're like, oh, I don't even believe in that shit. They don't ever think about it or talk about it. So they don't see it. Right. I think it's a combination of everything. So like I always use my uh, father-in-law as an example. Now, I would say my father-in-law was an NPC up to like six months ago, right? Right around like Christmas time. So, you know, 
he, you know, got two experimental things done to him and then refused to get a third one done. And that was like a big waking up point. Now he's like starting to look into like crystals and different stuff, but he had something happen to him about two weeks ago. Now this is something that he's not, he's a very down to earth. He's a great human being. I'm not talking shit about him at all. I love him to death, but Mm -hmm. he just had a death in the family. Uh, My wife's aunt died and uh, my, my father-in-law was literally like looking up her obituary on his computer and uh her like thing anytime i never met this woman but like anytime she would like come into a room or anything she would always say hello hello like that mm-hmm. so so my father-in-law was literally looking up on the computer if they put her obituary up yet and he heard someone say hello hello coming from the hallway and he thought it was his wife he's like what did you just say and she was like in a completely other room like doing laundry didn't even like mm-hmm. know what was talking about or anything and he's like i heard her say hello hello the minute i went to go look up her obituary and you know my mother-in-law was like i didn't say anything like you know right and so like little things like that like i'm seeing him wake up to this type of stuff and it's really fascinating to watch because like here's someone that is a total skeptic you know has had weird shit happened to him that just brushes it off right like uh yeah, that can be explained you know there's always a logical mm-hmm. explanation he's like she said hello hello to me you know well and, and sometimes it's like that's all it takes is mm-hmm. because that moment was just for him and it was meant to be for him and that's what he needed at that time in that moment and so he heard it and now it's kind of turning the wheels for him because he needed that And now look at him getting crystals and all spiritual and stuff. Like sometimes it's just like Whitney Fox says, is like they will like your past over loved ones will bring stuff forth to help you heal and move on and become a better person because they just want to see you succeed. And they just want to like, you know, bring love and all this positivity to you. So I think in a way that's a very positive encounter, whereas if you if you believe in the positive ones, you have to believe in the negative ones too, which is why I always say, don't tell me I'm crazy until you've had your own ghost story. And then you come talk to me and tell me Mm -hmm. I'm crazy. 100%. And I mean, I truly believe that everyone has had some type of paranormal experience and Mm -hmm. most people probably just, they do that standard thing. I even do it too. And ever like something weird happens, I have to sit down and like analyze it. Like, did I just imagine this? Was there a witness? Mm -hmm. And lately, my wife has been witnessing everything with me. So it's like, okay, so now there's two people. So either we're both hallucinating or something (laughs) weird's going on. And then that happens at my in-laws house. So it's like, okay, something weird is definitely shifting and moving on and stuff. Like whether you call it the veil is thinning or uh, I don't know, but it's just, I think think it can all be true, like at the same time, like all of it can be simultaneously true at the same time. And I know that sounds bizarre, but I, I mean, I think you and I can both agree. We live in a matrix. Mm -hmm. 100%. It's there's something, something is simulated about whether we are projecting this matrix through our minds and we're all like, you might not be real. I might just be imagining this right now. But mm-hmm. vice versa, you're Same. imagining this. So it's like mm-hmm. this collective consciousness is agreeing like, yep, me and you are having a conversation right now. 
And for whatever reason, that's what's happening. And it's, but I don't know there's, so here's another weird thing, right? This is why I think we kind of live in like the Truman show. So we have an attorney for an issue that I'm not going to get into right now, but like, so we've had this guy for like over a year now. And we just found out that he, this is a person we got off of a reference from basically a complete stranger, right? They just recommended him. He's a good attorney. Great. Okay, cool. So we just find out that he went to law school with my father back in like the nineties, early nineties. Okay. So that's same graduating class and everything. They didn't know each other, but they went to school together. Mm -hmm. Then we find out that he grew up on this, like the street right next to where my uh, wife's grandparents lived. And then my, my mother-in-law worked with this attorney's mother and used to drive her home from work some days. Cause they oh, lived right fuck the off. and it's like, so ha- when you, so he's when you known f- your family in some way or another for years right. and years and years. Right. And it's like, so when you hear these like weird little synchronicities, it's like, how can you not like think all this is like somehow predetermined or pre-programmed or like, mm-hmm. what are the odds out of the, you know, 10,000 attorneys that are in upstate New York right now. Like, what are the odds that we get matched with this guy who has a connection to my father and to my, you know, my wife's parents too. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's mind blowing these type of weird little synchronicities. And I just, I've just been adding it to the list of strange shit that's been going on because it's like, yeah, because you can chalk it up to being a coincidence but my argument with that is I don't think anything is a coincidence at all, ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you can call something a coincidence, it's probably nine times out of ten something that was fated for you or destined to happen for you or you were supposed to find it. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, it. yeah, that's a cute way of saying destiny. Like, oh, it was a coincidence. Okay. Definitely was meant to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Like even I always used to say like, oh, if you're wearing the same color shirt as someone, maybe that's just a coincidence. But it's like, no, we're both wearing dark blue shirts. And then you look into like, (laughs) then you look into like today's Wednesday. Wednesday's related to Mercury. Mercury's colors are yellow, blue and like a pale green. It's Mm -hmm. like, did we subconsciously put these? I mean, I know I put this on on purpose, but like, it's just interesting. Like nothing is a coincidence. No matter how much you try to boil it down, there's always going to be something that there's a meaning behind it on the subconscious level something happened for a reason and we had a bad dream on the same night yeah it's and we actually would have never known if i didn't be like oh i haven't heard from nico's podcast in a while i'm gonna hit him up and see if he wants to talk and then it's like we're wearing the same color shirt weird shit's been happening to us all month we had a bad dream on the same night it's like what the fuck Right. It's uh, so again, uh, anyone wants to bring the coincidence argument up, please. Uh, I'll debate you all day because it's, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's crazy, but yeah. So that's happened. I know there's been a couple other weird things that are just not coming into my head right now. I have them written down somewhere, but it's just weird. Maybe I, you I'm, should save them for your anniversary episode. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, about a year ago, almost to the day, actually, Actually, I think it is today because I put my first episode out on uh, June 9th last year. 
and it was either the seventh or the eighth. So I had this weird uh, incident happen with my dog. Have you ever heard this story? I might've, but tell me anyways. Okay. So um, I was sitting on the couch, right? And we had just, this dog was only, he was about three, four months old at the time, right? Maybe about six months old, but he was a puppy, you know, he was a baby. And uh, so I'm sitting on the couch. My wife was like sitting next to me, but she was like sleep. Her head was on my thigh. She was sleeping. And my son was on our other couch, right? Maybe, you know, 10 feet away from me. He was sound asleep and the dog was sleeping right underneath him. Right. Mm -hmm. So everyone was sleeping and I was just awake, just kind of scrolling through my phone or whatever. And I just started kind of dozing off a little bit. And so I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but uh, sometimes I'll like doze off and kind of go into a different, almost like a trance into a different spot. Mm -hmm. So in this, I was dozing off and all of a sudden I was sitting in the back seat of a car and I was like looking through the, like I could see the panel of the door and everything. And I was looking through the window, but the window was like all smoky and kind of like swirling and whatnot. And as I was like looking through it, all of a sudden it would start to clear and then a scene would pop up. Right. So the first scene was like just the woods or like a highway or something. And then as soon as I like consciously recognized what that scene was, it would snap and it would start spinning again and something else would pop up. So that happened like two or three times. And then all of a sudden I'm looking and then I just see this like grass field and I see my dog sitting in the middle of this field. And he's like just sitting in the field, kind of looking around and I'm looking at him. And then I make eye contact with him in this weird state that I'm Mm -hmm. in. And as soon as I made eye contact with him, he like looked up at me and then he, his head popped up in real life. And like, he popped up on the floor and like shook his head. I heard his like collar jingle and everything. And I snapped out of it and I looked at him and we looked at each other and it was just like, what the fuck just happened? Oh God. (laughs) Oh, that's just going to terrify me though. Because then it's like you're, you have, you're sharing consciousness with your animals it's bizarre and then it happened again like i'm not kid you not i did my very first episode on this because it freaked me out so bad so then i was like that was that was weird but maybe you know maybe i just like move funny or maybe i like stumble or whatever you know you catch yourself when you're sleeping maybe he just looked up so then i'm just sitting there again and it happens again i'm sitting there and all of a sudden i'm in this like car again and i'm looking through the window and like three or four scenes happen And then all of a sudden I see him again and he's sitting on a patio, like a a brick patio. Mm -hmm. I have no clue what patio this is. I've never seen this before. And then like we look at each other again and he pops up again and like the same thing happened twice. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going upstairs. Oh, hell. Well, do you think that like, obviously I feel like dogs have souls and everything like dogs are very like almost angels to me you know Mm -hmm. sometimes they have that agape love Mm -hmm. animals they can't judge you they can't so I find it very fascinating that you could have shared like your consciousness with your dog 
Right. That's and weird, Nico. It's, I still don't have a solid answer for this one other than like, I just understand why humans domesticated dogs at this point. Like, that's it. I, there's got to be some type <laughs> of soul connection, like why it's called man's best friend. Why did we tame wolves? Like, there's got to be some reason for that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I, I can't explain that. And it's about a year ago, either today or yesterday. And it, it's just fascinating. Like, And you how... still have that same dog, right? Oh, yeah. He's upstairs he's sleeping right next to the door to the basement we have another one now too (laughs) sister but it's like how yeah it's crazy and she the the female shepherd is just like so in tune to stuff like the male is just a big doofy you know moron he just (laughs) yeah but like the female like I'll, I'll have like a tuning fork and stuff and she'll just sit there and like wait for me to like put the tuning fork on her back or she'll like you know, sniff crystals and like want to be around them and stuff. It's like she's very much into, like you can tell she can sense things. You know that. Well, yeah, that's daughter. why. Like when somebody's about to die, like at a nursing home, and like if they have an animal in the nursing home, a cat or a dog or what, and they'll go in their room. It's like they sense stuff way easily than than even you and I could. Mm-hmm. So. I could catch my dog looking up at shit in the corners of my house and crap. And I'll be like, Oh hell no. You know? And I'll put a crystal over there because obviously he sees something that I can't see, but animals just like when my dog looks at me, I just feel like shit sometimes. Cause I'm like, I know he's telling me like, I, I haven't walked him in forever. Or like I haven't played with his toy in forever. And he's just looking at me like so sad and innocent and just, uh, they have a way of communicating that's totally nonverbal. You know what I mean? Obviously, but it's it's just like I can feel what he's trying to say to me, like, you bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it it's not they're not even saying that. They're just like, Do you want to play like they have no concept of time? Which again, mm-hmm. I, I like my kids have no concept of time. And right. I just <clears throat> truly believe that like it is all fake. Like it is just somehow they put this like curse on us that we believe in this time. Like, I'm not saying that the sun doesn't revolve or whatever, go around the dome mm-hmm. uh, and seasons and stuff don't happen, but it's like this, it, it's gotta be some type of massive spell to keep us in this matrix because I've had weird lost time moments. I've had just, it just doesn't yeah, make sense. And time feels like it's like speeding up right now like yeah I can't explain it I so (laughs) I made a case in one of my episodes that I put out on Stanley Kubrick that I feel like a lot of our religions came from like the worship of like Saturn and Jupiter and sun worshiping and moon worshiping all that stuff and so if Saturn is set right Mm -hmm. the evil Egyptian god set is Saturn what if we're stuck in like a Saturnian time trap or something and Saturn's like the inner intergalactical gateway or whatever, however you want to describe that. And like, we're all just stuck in like this time trap. Yeah, it makes sense. And Saturn is Kronos and Kronos is right, like exactly. father time. So it's like, yeah, no, I, I believe that 100%. And it's just, I, I don't know. It, there's something 
weird with time. And But I mean, I'm so glad that you decided to come on because I was starting to feel like you had given up on your <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I was like, no. oh, he's done with us, bunch of assholes. <laughs> like he's no, over not it. At all. It's just, you know, lawn cutting season. Everyone wants, you know, stuff done on their garden beds and it's it's crazy right now. Mm. That's all. Everyone wants their car cleaned to go on, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. They want Vacations to get their car cleaned shit, before they go like on vacation. Whatever. Yeah. And then they come back and the car's trashed and it's like, you know, you could have just brought it in afterward, but whatever. After, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's time now for the honorary question. What is your favorite scary movie? Oh. Hmm. And it can be a show too. My favorite scary movie. I'm going to have to go with something that freaks me out to like the core mm-hmm. is uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, shit. That movie disturbs me on a level that I can't because it's so real. You know what I mean? It's just it's not mm-hmm. a horror movie, even though I would consider it a horror movie. That movie just like messed me up mentally for a while <laughs> like psychological damage afterwards because yeah. like the serial killer stuff it's entertaining it's fun there's definitely some like freaky horror movies out there like um like even that show we were just talking about the haunting a hill house and whatnot that one got me at the end but yeah requiem for a dream is just so like brutal and real and mm-hmm. just yeah I would say that was a good one that was really an original one too because I've gotten told the conjuring three times now (laughs) so that's good yeah if anyone hasn't seen rec room for a dream definitely check it out because it's it's disturbing that's all I'm gonna say it's just a disturbing movie (laughs) I think I saw it like a long time ago I'm remembering like little flashes of it but now that you said it I'm gonna go back and watch it again just to like refresh because I think I remember some of the stuff and I know why you're saying like you you need to see a psychiatrist afterwards but so Nico let everyone know where they can find you if they want to listen to your podcast and uh Julia thank you so much for having me on it's I haven't recorded in over a month now. So yeah, my, I didn't quit my show. I didn't cancel it, but uh, <laughs> it's just probably towards the end of June. Once the craziness you know settles down, I'll put some new stuff out, but uh, my show is upstate unconventional. It's on all the major platforms. And uh, if you've had a paranormal or a spiritual experience and you want to get a hold of me, um, send a carrier pigeon to upstate New York. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can email me or find me on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional or upstate unconventional at gmail.com. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This was, uh, this was fun. Cause I haven't really talked about any of these stories other than to like my wife and a couple friends. So I'm all ears and it's a good warm up for you to get back in the swing. Of things, <laughs> so. All right, Nico, thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a good night.